When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, and by the way, it's impossible for Morales to hate our show any more than he does. I let Kaplan have his moment. This is my favorite well, though, part of this. Well, this is like kind of like when show. you guys roar right at the top of the show. Yes. You're like, ah! yeah. Here, you guys want to try this with me? Turn yeah. it up. Bum, ba-da, dun. Bum, ba-da, dun. Yeah, come on. Yes. They said it's not bow, a porn bow, bow. soundtrack. It's a, you're doing the porn. I, believe, I believe we're all going freeform, are we not? <laughs> Doesn't he sound like he's doing a porn don't, soundtrack? Don't, yet? Don't. Yes, keep going though, Mace. Every, it's your own interpretation, man. Yes. Oh, I'm nice. I can feel like happy. Feels good, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. By the way, you're listening to KSPN Los Angeles, KRDC Pasadena, Los Angeles. So a good karma was, brands radio station. Is is Laura here? Yeah, where is yeah, Laura? Yeah, stand by. We're switching uh, the chairs here. Okay, so, okay so we're, we're what, in the Kev, changeover. What was the reference to Laura going on Instagram Live? Do you know? Yes, I do. Because um, as Lindsay pointed out yesterday, and Lindsay, if you're there. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay, are you in the house? Hey, uh, yes. Yeah? Okay. okay. Um, I'm going to tell you something. So Lindsay told me yesterday that I'm a creeper. Because I always follow all of Laura's tweets and Instagram messages. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times when Laura does an Instagram live, I just bop in, you know. So Laura Why does has... that make you a creeper? He's a little too up in Laura's business. Okay. Does Laura mind it? Laura? Laura? Uh, you know, she's not. Do you mind? I'm sorry. Me and Gionis were. Do you a creeper? Do you agree, Laura? Do you agree with Lindsay that Kaplan is a creeper? How do I walk right into this? Yeah, you walked right into <laughs> it, girlfriend. <laughs> well, you can be honest. I, yeah, I, I think just because he follows you and pops into your Instagram lives doesn't necessarily make him a creeper. What do you think? I don't think he's a creeper. I just think you know he supports. Yeah, supporter. See, yeah. different. So, John, last night Laura did an Instagram live, a show, right? No, it just us hanging out with wine at nine thirty. No, with yeah. wine. Yeah. yeah, Laura's sitting there drinking wine and taking requests. You know, she's playing music, she's talking to the people, and she's got herself a nice little nighttime niche that she got going on. Nice. So Is it nine thirty every night? No, no, my uh, Wednesdays. All right, so Laura, what's the who? Who are some of the people that attend your Instagram live? <laughs> Nobody attends. Well, no, I they, did. they just, participate. I, I mean, just like listeners, friends, you know. All right, are there actual creepers or just cap? <laughs> I don't think anybody's a creeper. Yeah. Are there sugar okay. daddies that come on there? No. Well, do you guys, <laughs> by the way, sugar daddies. I would sugar not be daddy <laughs> Hey, hey, Laura, did you hear the sugar daddy story? No. All right, so there's a woman trying to get out of jury duty. And I mm-hmm. wish I would have oh, pulled yeah. the sound. Yeah, this is hilarious. there's actual sound This of is this. great. Yeah. But there is a woman who basically said she told a judge she was up for jury duty. And the judge, Cap, I don't know if you've seen the tape. I did. The judge is actually attractive. Right, yeah. So you, you, you can't pull anything on this judge. Mm-hmm. And this woman, only known as Miss Bristol... <laughs> was, this was in this was in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah, no um, surprise. And the judge asked the jury pool if any of them have concerns of whether or not they can be in the jury. 
And she said, I'll have serious issues if the trial lasts for more than a month. And the judge said, why? And she said, well, July 2nd is my birthday. July 4th is my son. And and the 18th is my other son. And again, I need to figure out something. I have my sugar daddy that I see every day. (laughs) And the judge says, I'm sorry, your sugar daddy? I'm not sure what you're talking about. And she said, well, I'm married and I have a sugar daddy that I see every day. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right, ma'am, we'll come back to you. Thank you, Miss Bristol. And Miss Bristol was dismissed. Dismissed. It got worked. out of it. Wow. So, Laura, if you ever get called for jury duty, the card to play is, I have a sugar I have a daddy. daddy. I don't have time to be on this jury. Right. I mean, if it got her off. Right. Got her off. <laughs> so to speak. <laughs> now, wait, can someone explain to me what happened today? When Amanda Brown dropped the bomb on Mason and Ireland, very what tr- happened? Very tricky. Oh, she's here. Don't worry. She yeah, can explain to you Boss herself. Amanda is here. Okay, great. I'd love to hear she what's going on. She had the line on. of the day. Well, what I saw on Twitter. Bergman was just asking weird questions about whether or not you're able to physically do stuff. And what? if I remember correctly, he could Bergman his ears. blurted out, I can't touch my nose with my tongue. No, they and were I'm- talking about that, and I said, oh, I can't do that. I have a short tongue. First oh, off, boy. we were talking about Greg's bumble profile his bumble profile right and, right, right. And what was it greg like what's your special trick or something that i can wiggle my ears yes. yeah and then i asked well can you touch your nose with your tongue yeah i said and, no i have a short tongue and i said that's not good <laughs> 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 that's a problem <laughs> <laughs> that's the line of the day that is a problem. He was asking to see his tongue. That's weird. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. Yeah. Short tongue. I don't let's know see that you. little short tongue of yours. <laughs> like stumpy? Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, stumpy yeah. tongue. Yeah. Where did you come down on the on the Kershaw thing yesterday? I said leave him in. Mason said take him out. Where are you? So I started off with my initial reaction as soon as I saw him not come can in. I, can I jump in? Yeah. I thought you were so weak yesterday. I was. You were I was so weak. weak. I was. You came on and you Wait, were you angry changed? that Kershaw came out, and then George flipped you like nothing. No, no, no. George didn't flip me. No flip. No flip. What happened was, I my first thought was, you. What are you doing? You can't. You can't take him out. And then as I thought about it, I went, Wait a second. It's Kershaw who's always hurt. It's his first start of the year. I kind of think this makes some sense here. So I will say that I kind of came on. Usually I don't even think before I speak. I usually just say things. This time I actually put some thought into it, you know. And I've decided that I'm with the majority of people who, by the way, believe that Dave Roberts and Clayton Kershaw did the right thing. Yeah, see, John, it's becoming a majority opinion that they did the right thing. I know you're all, you're all worked up and everything, but it's become no, the majority it's opinion. It's not even a majority opinion on your own Twitter poll. Wait a minute. I mean, Bill Plunkett was here. Cappy's here. What is your own Sedano's Twitter poll here. say? 51-49. Yeah, how is that a majority opinion? That's the definition of a split decision. No, it's not. 51 say it was the right thing. 49 says it was, say it wasn't. A majority is literally 51. Yeah, there is a majority of fans. Argument. Yes, yeah, well, it, what I said was true. A majority of fans. Right. But that's your thing on the athletic. Eighty five percent said leave them in. That's no dumb. way. Really? That's dumb. Yeah. Well, you're dumb. Athletic. dumb? I mean, uh, obviously, people that don't know Clayton Kershaw's history and the fact that he almost had Tommy John surgery this offseason. There is one the fact manager that he hadn't picked up a ball ever. in three months. 
who has taken pitchers out of a perfect game, and it's Dave Roberts, and he's done it twice, ever, 120 okay. years of baseball. And you're so Dave Roberts is right, and every other okay. manager is wrong. Did Rich Hill want to stay in the game? Of course. Yes, he was pissed. What was Clayton Kershaw's demeanor after yesterday's he game? Even, he came out again today and said he would have loved to stay in. W- would have loved to stay in, but it's not the time is what he said. But said, it was, said it would have been selfish had he stayed in. Uh, but he hadn't given up any hits or any walks. I mean, I think you'll ride that guy out. Uh, you leave it up to him. Right, and, and gets... I think I think this was up to him. Oh, please. What well, I mean, listen, Clayton if, if, Kershaw to come out of a game voluntarily. Yeah, but you don't please. think you don't think that Clayton Kershaw would have put up a fight to stay in the game if he thought he was ready to go. He said after the you, game, I don't know how you win that in the court of public opinion if well, you make it about you. But he well that he said I after think the game, it was the manager's decision, and and he has to roll with it. Listen, seventy five pitches in a simulated game, six innings. He's already gone eighty pitches in seven innings. For a guy that's chronically injured, who you want to be healthy at the end of the year, this was the right decision for the team. It was the wrong decision for those of us who were rooting to see a perfect game. Right, but, Cap, there's no guarantee he would have gotten hurt. Those things aren't mutually exclusive. You could leave him in, he finishes, he throws the perfect game, and he stays healthy. Okay, but how about this? How about there's no guarantee that he was going to get the perfect game, and what if he goes in? then you take him out. Well, right, what if he goes in, he gives up a hit or a walk, and then all of a sudden he misses his next start because his arm is sore because he went 90 pitches rather than 80 pitches. Right, but Mason would take him out in his next start if he has a perfect game. Sure, I would if, he's, yeah. if his pitch count gets too high. Right. It's a, I, mean, I mean, if Clayton I'm, Kershaw has thrown 100 pitches or 110 pitches uh, and it's the eighth inning. By the way, he was incredibly efficient yesterday. But going to the eighth inning, uh, 90 pitches, then you then you got to think about taking him out. Well, listen, uh, this is all about arm health, right? I mean, yep. that's what this is really all about. And speaking of arm health, mm-hmm. Mace. You sound like you're going to go do a commercial about arms. Speaking <laughs> of arm health. Mace. Yeah. Oh, spaghetti arms? What the hell, man? (laughs) Spaghetti arms? Let me tell you something. Yeah. I have spent the last two years layering my clothing. You won't find me without three layers. T-shirt, hoodie, jacket. You will not find me without three layers. All of a sudden, the last few weeks, I've been working out. I've been lifting. I think, in my own mind, I think I've seen immediate gains. Mm -mm. And I was wearing a short sleeve t shirt right. with kind of short, short sleeves. Yes. Which I thought showed off a little bit of. Uh, showed off hey, your spaghetti Kaplan, arms. Kaplan, I can end this debate in 30 seconds. All right. I was all in on you being fit and athletic. And I bet mythical money that there was no way you could lose a push up contest to Sedano, Sedano. And he smoked you. You cannot Sedano. stand on I'm Mr. Jack LaLanne Fitness when you lost to Sedano in a push-up <laughs> there's a, contest. There's a contemporary reference, Jack LaLanne. Fair well, enough. Who's the modern-day Jack LaLanne? <laughs> uh, the modern-day Jack LaLanne. I, oh, I'll way, tell you Jack who it is. Jack LaLanne died of a heart attack, so I don't know if, you know. Yeah, oh, Lindsay like makes a great point. He did die of a heart attack. Did he really? Yeah, yeah at like 75. No, 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 way older than that. Way older, mm. way older. Still, just saying. No, no, who's but he was way older, Jack dude. LaLanne? Jack LaLanne yeah. had to have been 95 Who, Kath, years old. Who's the modern-day Jack LaLanne? Uh, for me, it's Alex Toussaint, who is my Peloton instructor. Oh, God, yeah, I forgot about that. Your Peloton. I don't even know who that is. He's uh, He was on Dancing with the Stars, wasn't he? I don't know about that, but he was the MVP of the NBA All-Star Celebrity Game. Oh, really? And you say, who's that? I mean, you're in the league. Yeah, but I don't. I never watched the celebrity. By the way, they call They call Jack LaLanne the godfather of fitness. Yeah. How old was uh, he when he died? 
Yeah, but there, who, has anyone inherited that mantle from him? I don't think so. Well, I well, mean, now you got you got all the Marvel guys. They put up their workouts on online. No, no, no. But well, maybe, yeah, maybe it is like. Um, well, there you have to have like a, something to sell to people. I think to be that guy. That's what Jack Lalane did. He sold you a juicer on infomercials. Like he remember, did. like like Body by Jake used to do the same thing. Remember, Jake Steinfeld was that guy too. Yeah. He was 97. Jack, 97. Yeah. Oh, Lindsay, if he died, died at 97 of a heart attack, that's like he lived 20 many, years longer I'm than anybody saying, else. I don't know many 97-year-olds dying of heart attacks. Well, let me tell you something, Lindsay. When he was about 96, he put a, a boat uh, on his back and, and put a chain in his mouth. True. And he swam and he pulled the boat pulled like the from boat. Alcatraz all the way to San Francisco swimming in the ocean or the bay. That guy was a beast till he was dead. Okay. Till he was dead. <laughs> it was a beast till okay. death. Jeez, man. Okay. <laughs> a beast, a beast, beast till death. All right. So, so are we? Is this where we break? We yeah. release Ireland. Sure. I'm going to hang out, right? Yep. You're going to hang out. I'm going to hang out. Ireland is released. John, All have right. a great. I wedding. am released. Yes. John, uh, John's going to be gone tomorrow. Ramona's going to be filling in. Uh, Cappy, you're going to take over here, and I'm going to ride along, okay? Yeah, let's do it, man. All right, ride on. So, listen, we got a great show coming up. I want to say this. We definitely should start right back here. This Kershaw thing, it's amazing to me how many people are so angry about it. Yeah. Like, it's not just like people have an opinion. There's real anger on the streets about this whole Kershaw situation. Let's start there. Mace is in. Sedano's on the way. We got a great show coming up for you. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, my God. What have I gotten myself into? Mace, I'm telling you, it feels so good. What does? Just when you uh-uh and yeah-yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah-yeah. Yeah, but you got to get on the beat. You know what I'm saying? You're never on beat. Yeah, you're, you're, you've no musicality. I got no what? Musicality. Is musicality a real word for reals? I believe it is, yeah. May said it is, so I'm going to go with that. Yeah, musicality. Mm-hmm. You have none. I don't know about that. I By the way, there's a, a picture singer. up of us, uh, Carlo put up, of you and me both with uh, arms showing, and I, you're responding to criticism about spaghetti arms. I will fully acknowledge I've got spaghetti arms. I was just surprised that you have them, too. Really? I mean, I, I, I definitely, I mean, let me take a look at these right here. In this picture that is currently on Twitter, I actually don't think I look like I've got spaghetti arms. Now, what was the pasta we decided yesterday was, was, was thicker than spaghetti? Linguini. Linguini is a good one. Mm. I thought oh, she's so thinking of linguini arms. <laughs> yeah, well, I was trying to come up with something else, like ZD arms or something like ZD that. ZD arms. Yeah, right. Boys. Commercial yeah. break. Musicality yeah. is a word. It's a noun. Musical talent or sensitivity. Something you do not have, Cappy. <laughs> I don't know about that, Mace. I don't know, man. I hear you try every day. Bop, 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 
Try. I do try. You do try. So, so listen, I was thinking maybe I was going to uh, challenge you to okay. a spaghetti arm wrestling match. What does that mean? Well, it's just an arm wrestling match between two guys who have spaghetti arms. Oh, just arm wrestling. Yeah. You want to do an arm wrestling match. Yeah, but now yeah. I'm thinking maybe we should you know, do a singing competition of some kind to prove who's got musicality. I'll crush you. Crush me in what? I will crush you in the musicality department. You think that if I've you sung me... the national anthem at Dodger Stadium, I've sung the national anthem at Angel Stadium. I, 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 I am a vocalist. I'm a very fine vocalist. When you sing the national anthem at these baseball games, do you have it on tape or do you actually do it no, live? No, I do it live. You can't do it on tape. You got to do it live. Really? Yeah. You can't sing the national anthem. By the way, I'm I, the Angels. I can't do it obviously because the Dodgers uh, have a, their own radio station. But I would sing the national anthem at an Angels game in a second. You would? Oh, yeah. Wow. You have sung the national anthem at a Major League Baseball game. Yes. Have you ever been more nervous for anything else ever on your life? Well, t- uh, okay, so let me tell you the scary one. I sang the national anthem at a Kings game. And there's like a carpet that goes out to the ice, to center ice. Yeah. And you walk out on the carpet and you stand in the very center ice and a spotlight is on you and otherwise the place is dark and you sing the national anthem that was the scary one could you see people oh yeah oh yeah you could oh yeah and are you trying to sing it like where you're going to really show off your range or are you just trying to sing it like a regular guy like hey i'm not taking any you know liberties with this song i'm just singing it straight the way you know if i were in the stands this is how i'm singing it here i don't have to be great i don't I'm not Christina Aguilera. I'm not going to beat that song to the to the to the end of its life. I mean, I'm I'm singing it straight up. Respectfully mediocre is my goal. Wow. Mace, is there tape anywhere of you doing the national anthem? I think so. I, I'm sure that. there are recordings everywhere. We've the got to hear anthem, Accompanied by Staples Center organist Theater Rule, the self-proclaimed better half of the hit ESPN LA 710 radio show Mason in Ireland. Please welcome Steve Mason. Oh, man. This is unbelievable. Uh, This is incredible. I'm standing. We should all stand. Take your hat off. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last Broad stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight. For the ramparts we watched were so gallantly streaming, and the rockets' red glare, the bombs bursting in air.
Wow. Wow, you went high note at the end there. Wow. I went big at the end. Ladies and gentlemen, Steve Mason. Thank you. Now, Mace. I have a question, Mace. Yes. Wow. I want to wait before you have a question. Let me have a let me just have a second to review. Mace, while I think everybody out there is expecting me to tell you how terrible that was, I'm going to tell you, you nailed it. You Your goal was mediocrity. Yes. You crushed it. Nice. That was so mediocre. Thank you. In other words, it wasn't like where everybody's so impressed where it's like, oh, my God, Steve Mason's the next Whitney Houston. Sign him up for the Super Bowl. And it's not so unbelievably bad where it's like Carl Lewis where you can't even finish. You know what I'm saying? Yes, That's, yeah. This this was so mediocre. I'm so impressed. Thank you. Thank you. Did you rehearse with the organist? No. You never rehearsed I with the organist? I can sing the national anthem on a, on a dime. I, there's like, it's just a song I learned, taught myself how to sing. Did you, did you like look at the organist at any point and snap your fingers like, let's go, pick it up, stay with me, let's go, come <laughs> Dieter on. Dieter rule. Dieter! Pick let's, it up a little. Pick up go. the pace. Come no, on. You know what I think about the national? It's a march. People don't know. It's it's dun dun dun. It's not it's not a song that you stretch out. You're like there's always that over under bed at the Super Bowl. Is it going to be over two minutes or under two minutes or whatever that is? It should always be under two minutes. Okay, Linz, what what are your thoughts here on what you just heard? I mean, I've heard it before. I think it's pretty good, but you do have like um almost like a a false like deeper voice, like the singing voice is much deeper than your talking voice. So I want to know if you were doing like a reverse Michael Jackson situation there. You mean when I was going low? You yeah. did go low a few times. It was good. The reason you have to start low is to so be able to hit the high, high note. Yeah, yeah, if you start too, that's what Carl Lewis did. Carl right. Lewis started higher, and then he ran out of gas when he went for <laughs> the high note. So you got to sing really low. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Mace, that's really impressive. Thank you. So that's musicality. Now, I know... Cappy, you and your bump, bump, bop, bop. Right, because I play a lot of different instruments with my mouth. You know, like a lot of people play air guitar. <laughs> yes. I play it all. I play drums. I play bass. I play a lot of different instruments. See, so I play a lot of different instruments, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I love being on the Sedano and Cappy show. <laughs> are we in a super segment right now? I don't know if we are or we aren't, but no, let, me we're go, not. let me do this. You ready? Yeah. L- let me ready. say this. I'm so glad you're here because honestly, Mace, you sticking around this afternoon to hang out with me and Laura and Lindsay and everybody else for a little while while, you know, Sedano is landing in Miami and getting himself to where he needs to go. I told the kid to take the day off. He didn't listen to me, but Mace, you being selfless enough to hang around is why we don't have to go to trial eventually. You realize that the entire trial of the century really started with our man Sliwa refusing to stick around for a few minutes, you know? That's right. He refused to stick around on Mason and Ireland. That's how it all started last oh, week. I mean, the whole, right. the whole trial of the century that took place here last week was all because Alan Sliwa said, I'm not sticking around. Forget you guys. But you, on the other hand... You are a true team guy. It's all about, the, well, the show never stops. That's, That's the whole thing. Yeah. Copy. The show never stops. We just keep rolling. Yeah. Like, so, we, had, we had these gigantic 35-minute segments on Mason and Ireland today. Really? Awesome. How'd they go? How'd oh, they go? so friggin' good. Is Amanda that... interrupted one, oh. but most of them, I think, were very fun and entertaining and smart. So very Amanda smart. interrupted the one that was so utterly boring that she said, don't do that anymore? Yes. Okay, correct. got it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. She is now, the Mace, boss. Mace, I know that one thing I've heard you talk about in the past that I really love 
that I thought would be interesting for you and I to just get warmed up with today because okay. I do want to get into this Kershaw controversy, yeah, okay? Yeah. But I, I've heard you talk about the Wheel of Fortune in the past. I'm terrible at Wheel of Fortune. I've heard you, like, break out things that happen on that show. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm trying to remember what the last one was that you brought up. Where they the have air. all the letters except for, like, one letter and they still screw it up. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was. Did you, because I don't watch the Wheel of Fortune, but I was surfing around today and I was looking around for stuff and I came upon this story. Did you hear what happened between Pat Sajak and Vanna White when they were talking about watching or listening to like opera music or no. opera film? You didn't hear about this? I don't know this. Now, by the way, do you know how old Pat Sajak is? Mm, 70. Okay, he's 75. Very wow, good guess. Wow, good for him. Do you know how old Vanna White is? Mm, 65. Very good. Nailed it. Crushed it. Right on. I didn't know that today. I found that out today. Took a shot. They both look great. Okay. So apparently one of the contestants who had won all this money on the Wheel of Fortune was an opera singer. Mm. So Pat said something to Vanna. Vanna, it was very uncomfortable, replied, and the internet went crazy in the hashtag MeToo world that we're living in. Do you want to hear what happened? Yes. All right. Laura, do you have this? I do. Let's take a listen. Are you an opera buff at all? Yes, I'm not a buff, but I like no. opera. Have you ever watched opera in the buff? I'm just curious. No. <laughs> wow. Have you ever watched opera in the buff? Ooh. Man, uh, mm. we are up here tap dancing. There's a live studio audience. I'm attempting to try We're and be funny. We're doing our 11th show of the day. Right. I'm really trying <laughs> to be funny and cute and lighthearted. And what happens? Do you watch opera in the buff? has turned into, like, cancel Pat Sajak. No, has it really? Well, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. It hasn't been cancel Pat Sajak, has it? It's kind of like that God, a little we bit. we got to have the ability to forgive people for stupid stuff, they say. <laughs> have you ever watched opera in the buff? Gosh, I'm just trying up here, people. I'm up here working it. You know what I mean? I'm tap dancing in front of all you people. I've just been doing game after game after game. I go backstage. I change my jacket for one game. I change my shirt for another. I'm up here. I'm working it for you people. I'm trying. Boy, I just I just Googled this. There is a lot of Pat Sajak stuff. See, I told you. And knowing that you are like somebody who talks about the Wheel of Fortune on occasion, I thought I would bring this up to you today. Yeah, I mean, it's described as a dumb buff joke to Vanna White. I'll tell you right now, Pat Sajak's lucky that Vanna White's husband didn't walk up onto the soundstage, smack him right in his face, you know? That's been done. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, right. that's, so, that's passe so at this point. So overdone. Right, it's so done. It's so over. That's right. Well, Mace, listen, let me tell you something. I was looking at a website today called DodgerBlue.com. Yeah, know it. And here's the, the question was, what do you what do you think about what the Dodgers did or what really they what, did with Kershaw? Yes, right. What what Dave Roberts did with, with Clayton Kershaw? Here's the way the poll reads. What do you think about Clayton Kershaw being removed from a perfect game? Right decision. Bad decision. The vote currently stands. Fifty seven percent of Dodger fans. Remember, this is a Dodger website. Dodgerblue.com. Yeah. Fifty seven percent of Dodger fans say that the Dodgers did the right thing yesterday wow. pulling Clayton Kershaw. Now, 57%. let me tell you something. The IQ of Dodger fans is very high. People in this town, Dodger fans, understand baseball, and they understand the nuance of it. And they also just lived through this experience in the fall where our starting pitching just went to hell in the middle of the playoffs because they were overworked. Uh, I think it, it was the right decision, and I'm actually 
I'm I'm impressed by I'm always impressed by Dodger fans. Very very smart. Right take. Right angle on that. Well, listen again. My initial reaction yesterday afternoon was. This is mid-morning. I don't know what time this was. Maybe like 11, 11.30. I was like, wait a second. They're not putting him back in? What do you mean they're not? they got to give the guy a chance to, to complete a perfect game. But when you just stop for a second and you think about it, the guy has not really pitched that much through the spring. He was hurt at the end of last year. He spent the offseason trying to get himself healthy. And now it's the first start of the season. Look, it would have been an amazing story. Clayton Kershaw. Back from injury last season. His first start of the season. He has a perfect game. The the 23rd or 24th perfect game in the history of baseball. 25,000 games. It would have been an incredible story. And selfishly, I would have liked to have seen it. Sure. But if you're thinking about the team and you're thinking about the team goals, it's a no-brainer to take them out. Completely agree. And by the way, I would do the same Thing, uh, he's going to pitch on Monday. Actually, we're going to be at that game. Me and Laura yeah. and Jorge and Bergman and a listener. We're all going to be at that. If it comes to the same position, I will. I would be devastated if he's throwing a perfect game and they pull him out. But I also recognize that. So he goes. He goes eighty pitches here. Maybe he goes ninety-five pitches the next time. He's building up. They didn't have a long spring training. A lot of people. You know, he blamed kind of the owners. You know, he he indirectly said, you know, it's because of the lockout lockout that we didn't have a full spring and that I'm not fully built up. So, yeah, I'm not. If it happens again on Monday, I would be devastated. But if it's the right thing, it's the right thing. All right. Steve Mason is in for Sedano. Sedano is making his way to wherever he's going in Miami and is expected to join us for just Just a little bit. Just got a text from him. So he's close. Oh, really? Okay, great. Uh, Mace, you got you got a few more minutes to stick around, or I, is it past four twenty no, and you got to go? It is it is an honor to be part of the Cappy Show. Oh, well, I'm having a good time too. Stick around, everybody. Coming up, um, I do want to get a little bit of Laker in, just a little bit. It's all about Russ and and what's going to happen. Because I'll tell you right now, Mace, I think Russell Westbrook will be back with the Lakers oh, next year. God. We'll get to that coming up. And how about this story? Elon Musk trying to buy Twitter. We'll get there. Coming up, this is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, Sedano and Cap here on 710 ESPN. Although Sedano making his way to wherever he's broadcasting from today in Miami. Steve Mason is in, though. Yeah. Mace, um, I heard Chris mention American Psycho, and you made a sound, which I oh, thought meant you liked so that movie. Good. It's such a good movie. 
so fun. That is a great movie. It is such a black comedy. And the Huey Lewis in the news part is fantastic. (laughs) I tried to use that, Mace, one time on the air when, like, it was an anniversary of something. And I said something about, like, Huey Lewis in the news in his later albums. I used a quote from the movie, and and no one knew what I was talking about. I was like, okay, never mind. Yeah, I got to be honest with you guys. I don't know the movie at all. Oh, Christian Bale, you got to watch that movie. Really? I do? Oh, it's so good, man. Isn't he the best Batman? I mean, didn't I hear Bergman say that? Batman. Uh, uh, He plays a serial killer. In this one. Oh. Oh, he's right. fantastic. Really? Yeah, really funny. Okay. It's a 22-year-old movie, though, right? I'm sorry. I, that thing holds up. Yeah. I watched an old movie the other night. I watched a movie from 2007 that I'd never seen before, but it? Netflix recommended it to me. It was Samuel L. Jackson in a movie called The Cleaner. Have you ever seen it? No, never saw that. Yeah, The Cleaner. He's a guy who uh, cleans up messes when there's, like, a homicide. The cops call him in to clean stuff up. Got it. Got you it. Know? So, wasn't that good, though. No. If I'm being honest. Wasn't that good. So, hey, Mace, I think mm-hmm. and I wonder what you think. I think that Russell Westbrook is going to be a Laker again next season. And I'm kind of here for it, meaning that I love the drama, you know, and I also I also root for turnarounds. Right. You know, I, so I, I root. Yeah, right. So I think it would be a really interesting story if. LeBron comes back with a healthy AD and a and a Russell Westbrook who has a different head coach and a couple of different pieces around these guys. I I would love to see what it might look like beyond 21 games. And I know a lot of people listening right now are you are you out of your freaking mind? That's what I'm saying, by the way. Right, I understand, but but I'm I'm just I just don't know how they're going to move him because I've been reading all these things about how everybody in the league doesn't want to pay this guy 47 million dollars and Nobody wants to help the Lakers dig out of the hole that they're in. But here's here's where I think you're wrong. I think that there are there there's additional value to Russell Westbrook's contract because it is expiring. So if you trade for Russell Westbrook, you get a huge cap uh, uh, you get huge cap room uh, for 2023, and. So th- for that reason, he has value. On top of that, the, what the Lakers can do is take guys that are in contracts. Like, for example, there's one story that maybe Terry Rozier in the second year of his four-year deal, along with Gordon Hayward from Charlotte, could come in. To me, that trade makes sense. Now, is it ideal to have Terry Rozier under, for, for, under contract for three more years? Probably not, but it's better than having Russell Westbrook. I hope he has a great year somewhere else. Well, I'm all for it if he can go to the Knicks because I would love to see Russell Westbrook go back and forth and dance with the New York media. Uh, he had a hard enough time dealing with the L.A. media. So I'm, I'm, I'm definitely in to watch that. But I'm just telling you, man, there's something that tells me, my gut, this is not like insider info because I don't have any insiders. You're but, not in the league. No, I'm, I'm not I'm, in the league I'm, either. George dude, is in the league. John George is, is in the league. George is in the league. That's true. Uh, John says he's in the league, but when he said he didn't know who Alex Toussaint was, and then I had to school him that Alex was the guy who won the NBA All-Star Celebrity I don't know if that's a good measure of being in the league. I don't think anybody really watches the celebrity game on All-Star Weekend. I just think that people in the league would know that. He's a guy who writes Wait, John was in it? No, not John. Alex Toussaint. Alex Toussaint, Toussaint, the uh, instructor. Right. I took a 45-minute Club Bangers ride earlier today, just so everybody knows. (laughs) Thank you. I'd get one of those things, except I think I'd wind up just hanging clothes on it. <laughs> like Greg. <laughs> like like Bergman. Sorry, boss. <laughs> 
I was telling them, I was telling, Lindsay wants one. And I was like, just get Greg's. Right, Lindsay? I feel like, you know, that's a good. I'm just yeah, why not make that deal? Greg will take pennies on the dollar to get rid of that thing. He can hang his clothes somewhere else. He, you know what he could do? He mm. could get a treadmill to hang his clothes on. <laughs> there you go. He could right. buy another piece of equipment. <laughs> right. Get rid of get rid of what he got, the Peloton. Buy a treadmill and hang your clothes How on that. How often do you ride? Every day. Every day. Every single day. That's probably why I have these spaghetti arms. Correct. You got to do the weight part of it. Well, I, that's what I was saying to you, though. I said I started to do, I started lifting again because Laura was kind of giving me some body shaming about how what? bad I looked. Mm. No, I was not. When was I body shaming you? Well, I don't know if you really body shamed me exactly. or not. It just might be that my interpretation of what right. you said. Yeah, you know? well, let's be careful because you, I'm very body positive here. So I don't know. I mean, you know. when you tell me, like, Cap, you don't work out. Cap, okay, you don't no, hike. No, no. Cap, you don't. You look terrible because no. Alan Slee was yoked. No. I mean, you tell me all these horrible <laughs> things. Alan Slee was yoked. That, first of all, <laughs> let's backtrack here. I have never said Alan Slee was yoked. I don't even think I've said that ever about anybody. <laughs> Second of all, I've never said anything about you not working out. That's all you. So do not put words in my mouth. I don't know, And man. Greg I just texts me. I'm going to use it. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, use it, Bergman. Use Bergman's down a couple of pounds. Bergman says he's down Dude, eight pounds. Yeah. Well, he's, he's using that app. He, he uses the app that counts calories for him. Yeah, you know what? I did that too, like my fitness pal or whatever it's called. Right. And it works great and you will lose weight. God, man, it takes so much time to like input everything. Everything you eat, yeah. So annoying, but it doesn't work. My brother's lost weight using Noom. Do you know what Noom is? No, yes. what's Noom? What, I don't know what it's, Noom is. Again, it's an app that sort of talks you through. So what I understand of Noom, it's very psychology-based. Yes. So it's it it doesn't restrict you on what you can eat like other programs, but it works based on like psychology. So it kind of works with you. Like if you feel a little sad or something like that, it's like, oh, I'll try. It's more of like psychology-based than counting calories correct you're not counting calories it's basically talking to you about the ability to not uh right. live to eat but to eat to live does that make sense do you live to eat or eat to live i live to eat yeah unfortunately i do too i live to eat well that's why i that's why i do the peloton every day because after i get done pelotoning and i'm sweating and i'm feeling good about myself then i look at myself and i go okay now you can go have a burrito which I know I shouldn't do. I'm like, have a salad. Well, that's the thing with exercise. It's like a, an excuse. I exercise, so now I can eat anything I want. That's a lot of people who exercise gain weight. Yeah, that's not how it works, boys. Such a problem. It's it is such you know, a problem. losing weight is all about what goes in your mouth. It's not what uh, what exercise. Oh you do. my! I've lost so much weight. Yeah, I mean, granted, I did do also weight loss surgery, but that's not the only reason why I lost weight. But it's just it's a lot about your nutrition and what. You know, you're like you said, what you're putting in your mouth. Because for me, I don't do a lot of carbs. I do eat carbs here and there, but it's very limited. Yep. You know, I'm like, uh, do I really want that? No, no, I, I can't eat that. So. See, the other part of it though is what you were doing last night on late night with Laura, drinking wine. That's that's another yeah. thing I got to get rid of. That's I got to stop liquid calories. Right. It's just so much sugar. I got to stop drinking limited. wine. It's limited. You know, I had so the funny thing about that is people thought I was going to get trashed because I have right on yeah. Instagram Live. I totally have, but it was only I. That's why I limited to one hour. It's nine thirty to ten thirty. Mm -hmm. We went a little extra because a I got kicked out. Instagram kicked me out. Why'd they kick you out? Because I was 
was playing music. Oh, so it gets, oh yeah. It's licensed. Copyright, yeah. Huh? Licensed. Copyright. So they kicked me out. So I was like, well, we'll workshop that. Because I've, I've had people that You should have Cap do some original music for your Well, last night, I, I stopped in on Laura's late night show. Yeah. But I didn't I didn't bounce in like where I was seen. I And Laura was playing music, and she said, give me, tell me what you want me to play. And so I wait, told wait, her wait, a wait, song. Wait, don't tell, don't tell oh, me. I'm not going to say the name of the song. Laura. Okay. I told her a song that I wanted her to play from Megan the Stallion. Oh yeah, Megan the Stallion. Right. No, oh, it's she's the Stallion. Yeah, she's the not stallion. one of many Stallions. She's not Megan the Stallion. She's oh, she's Megan the, the, stallion. the Stallion. So I told uh, Laura, I was like, play this song from Megan the Stallion, and and Laura's like, okay, that is not the song I expected you to ask me to play. No. And then everybody in the chat was like, wait, Cap asked for Megan the Stallion, not like Bon Jovi yeah. or something rock and rolly? No. So there was a few things with that. It's funny because literally somebody posted, whoa, I did not expect Cap to ask for that. But it's also the mood, the vibe maze was very R&B. It was like, you know, Black Street, John B. Yep. Very, very R&B vibe. And that's why we're like, everyone's like, yo, we're going to judge you. Based, on, based what, on your music. Yeah, on, on what you're going to ask for, Cap. So I was like, okay, maybe he's going to, you know, ask for a 90s, 80s R&B vibe. You know, we were just talking about uh, Barry White. He mentioned Barry, Barry White. White. Maybe you know a little I mean? Marvin Gaye. Yeah, so maybe, yeah. all of a sudden it's like Megan Thee Stallion. I was like, okay, sir, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. It just kind of killed our vibe. It wasn't yeah. the one she did with uh, Nicki Minaj. No, 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 no. If you want to know the truth, Laura, what happened was is Your I wanted. Told you. Yep, that's exactly yeah. right. I that's said exactly that. Right. I said that on the live. I was like, "How much y'all want to bet?" One of his kids told him to say that song, and I was right. Right, because the thing is, I wanted to sound really contemporary. I did. I wanted to sound super contemporary, really millennial. I didn't want to sound like a boomer. Yeah. Oh, you're not millennial. You sound Generation Z, man. You're Gen <laughs> Z. Asking for Megan the. Oh, is that Gen Z? Yeah, it's Gen Z. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I had no idea. Millennial is kind of where I was. Oh. You're a millennial, right? Uh, Yeah, 88. 88, yeah, yeah, that makes you a millennial. No, the Gen Z, they're taking over now. They are. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know. All right, um, Sedano. Any word on Sedano? It's the update. We're I'm worried about Sedano. Lindsay is helping, so you yeah. know. I'm worried about the kid. I really am. All right, um, Mace is in for Sedano. Coming up, Elon Musk is trying to buy Twitter but Tom Brady is asking Elon Musk for a favor if he closes the deal. Have you heard about this, Mace? Have not. Oh, this is unbelievable. Tom Brady is already talking to Elon Musk. If you get Twitter, you must do me a favor. We'll tell you what it is. Coming right back. This is Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN. Uh, 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 uh. See, Mace? Uh. Yeah. Yeah. He actually requested this right now. Oh, nice. Uh. Because he heard it on my Instagram live yesterday. Oh, right. there and you it, go. This song, when I hear this song, I jam. I get down. So I love this song. That's a great and I, song. And I did hear it last night on your Instagram live. And I love the when we get to $100 bills, y'all. If you were from <laughs> where I'm from, then you would know. Hear that, Mace? You hear that? You hear how good that I is? I do hear that. You got musicality. I was See? wrong about you. See? We should, do a, uh, we should do a national anthem off. No, we should do one of those duets albums. Not, you with and me. National, not with the national anthem. Not with the national anthem, no. You want to do the national anthem? You can do the national anthem. Well, I feel like you did it, and I feel like it's, it's something I've right. always wanted to do, but I think I've always been too scared to do it. Requires a lot of practice yeah. and a lot of nerve. Yeah. Both. I'm impressed. So what's the story on uh, Elon Musk? All right, so take a listen to this. So I was watching CNBC earlier today. because Oh, mad you know, money. Because, you know, that's what, I, that's what I have on, on my do TV. Do you watch a lot of CNBC? 
Yeah, like when I have. Do my you do a lot of stock investing? I don't do a lot of stock investing, but I like to know what's going on. Are you a day trader? I wouldn't call myself a day trader because I kind of let stuff sit. You know, that's, even when it's. I, I, that's what I do. Yeah. Buy and hold. So, yeah. So, but I do when when I have a television on in my house during the day, I have it on CNBC. What What's your natural go to? Leave it on the channel and, and leave the tv on do you have something like that uh, channel, channel one the spectrum news okay all right makes sense yeah okay. i love the spectrum news it's yeah, great it's good. Yeah, it's well, our friend it's well kelvin done. washington is there yeah he does a good job yeah really good job yeah so um okay so for me when i have a tv on during the day i have on cnbc i feel like that's where you learn the most about the news of what's going on and if you're learning the financial news you kind of know what's going on in the world um so elon musk who owns tesla is trying to buy and has made a, a bid to buy Twitter. Hmm. Um, Twitter shares were trading at like $48 today, um, and Elon Musk wants to buy Twitter at like $54. Don't quote me on the exact numbers, but I'm not too far off. So Elon Musk wants to own this platform. Hmm. What do you think about that? Well, first of all, let's let's just give Elon Musk... His proper due in history. I mean, the guy is a he's a genius, right? He's gonna get us to Mars. He's got his cars all over the everybody that drives a Tesla's thrilled. Uh so he's he's but he's kind of a crazy scientist. I don't know what he has planned as he stated, hey, here's what I'm gonna do with Twitter. What's he gonna do different? Is it gonna affect me and my Twitter timeline? Well, the one thing I understand as I watched a lot of this coverage today is that Musk doesn't feel like Twitter is a free speech community. He feels like it is overly moderated by Twitter's rules, even though moderation is like the biggest issue going, you know. Um, so I'm not sure if he wants it to be more wide open and everybody can yell at each other and put out hate speech. I'm not really sure exactly why Musk wants this new toy. But, I mean, he has made a real bid. $43 billion. That's insane. How much is he worth? That's a good question. Must net worth. Uh, yeah, we have the Google machine working. Good job. Uh, it's uh, you, you have trouble with that sometimes, I, I do, hear you. I do. Everybody has to look well, stuff I just up. Let, I just He's let, worth $264 billion. Okay, $43 billion for Twitter. $43 billion. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Now, Tom Brady sent a tweet today to Elon Musk asking him to do something for him should he actually get Twitter. Okay. What is it? He wants him to forever delete the picture of Tom Brady at the NFL scouting combine. Mm, I don't know that picture. Yes, you do. Do I? Yeah. It's the one where Tom Brady... And everybody's used this picture for years. Tom Brady was a sixth-round draft choice and wasn't expected to be anything oh, in yeah, the NFL. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know this one. And then they this show one. this skinny picture. He looks like, I mean, just skin and bones, no muscular build. Yeah, that is rough. Uh, hey, Mace, I would go so far as to say, you ready for this? Yep. Spaghetti arms. No, I think that's, by definition, spaghetti arms. Yeah. I don't blame Tom Brady. I would want that picture gone. I think it was really cool that Tom Brady sends a tweet today to Elon Musk on a day where Musk is making his pitch to buy Twitter for $43 billion that Brady goes on to Twitter to say to Elon, hey, if you get it, 
can you just do me one favor, which is make sure this picture goes away. Although, you know what, if I'm Tom Brady, I don't want that picture to go away. What I want is I want people to look at that picture and say, this is this is who I started as, and look where I finished as, and that's because of hard work. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this is it's... like the before, and Super Bowl Lombardi winning quarterback is the after. Maybe it's like one of those social media things where it's like where it started, where we are today, or something like that. Isn't that what people do? Yeah. Uh, actually, there's a piece of breaking news right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Sedano is here. I am, and I blame John Ireland because I heard you guys as I was driving in him saying, every time I do this thing, I'm always late, and there's always an issue at the hotel <laughs> at the Comrex and blah, blah, blah. Well, so is you that what it. happened? Is that Say what happened to George Sedano? So that's exactly what happened. Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we gotcha. can hear you. Gotcha. We can hear you just fine. Hi, can George. you hear us? I said, yeah. I said, I blame John Ireland for we heard all uh, that. What, what he said earlier. <laughs> That's it. We heard all that. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I'm just curious. I, what, you guys spoke at the same time, so I couldn't hear. What do you think of the name Cappy? I mean, I kind I kind of gave it to him yesterday. I mean, it's just I don't know. It makes me feel like he's someone who's really old and eats soup all the time. Old Cappy <laughs> sounds like an old minor league baseball player. Right. Hey, where's Cappy? Right. Old right. Cappy. Somebody he, give Cappy his teeth. Yeah, you're the guy that is like the utility player, basically. You're like. You know, like if I had to go like 90s baseball, Cappy would be like, well, Gabe Kaplan, perfect example, the manager of the Giants, right? Like, uh, you know, Jim Eisenreich. Whoa, that's a poll right Jim there. Jim Eisenreich. Wow. wow. Where'd that one come from? You got his card or something? Something happened to Jim Eisenreich. What was it? He had Tourette's. He had Tourette's. That's right. No way. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. who I'd be. Hey, Joel B tweets, whoa, never thought I'd say this, but John needs to be careful. Venice Mason, Scott Kaplan on air together isn't terrible. I mean, it, it's not <laughs> terrible. It's not I, terrible. I was listening the whole time. It's not I mean, good, but it's not terrible. No, no, it was good. Oh, yeah, I think, it's, uh, I think it's solid. I think it's a good B+. Plus. Now, George, are you here now? Am I here? Yeah, I'm here. Like, you can go. Thank you. Okay, go. so I... <laughs> Uh, that's what I wanted to. I wanted to make sure. He's like, we had, please leave. Well, well, we had all the connections ready and all that stuff. Yeah. Well, I, well, listen. I, 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 you know, if, if we want it, you'll have some fun with this because I texted you this already. So I bring this Comrex contraption to this hotel. Of course, as John mentioned, and I'm going to blame him for jinxing it. There's clearly some sort of firewall or something that I can't connect to my normal device. He said that was going to happen. <laughs> he did say. Yeah, exactly Kaplan that actually happened. said firewall. Yeah. And so there's that. And then I text Bergman when I landed and I said, hey, what's the app you want me to use? So he gives me some app. I go in the app store. I'm like, it doesn't exist. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so then he goes, oh, weird. It doesn't exist. You're right. And I'm like, what do you want me to do now? Like, come on. So luckily, Lindsay uh, created a solution for me. So there we go. Excellent. So now we get full strength Sedano and Cap. We're all yeah. here. Are are am I excused? Yeah, you can go smoke. Man. I'd, I'd love to job. take off. Yeah, I mean seriously, it's it's like it's like I'm 30 minutes late. I know. Right? I, I'm and, sorry. And the, That's and the way right. you excused Ireland you. earlier, now George is excusing. Here's you. the thing, so I will sit in here for either one of you guys anytime. Great show. Listen all the time. I'm a P1. I love you guys. Yeah, and you'll be listening on the way home. You got to rush to your car. To rush to my car so I can listen to you exactly. Yes. So you know, right. but I, Mace, I will. Uh, I will uh, take care of you. Uh, let's just call it that way with a little uh, peace offering again for your just a little thank, a little token of, of my appreciation. Little token. A little to- I like that. Little in token yeah. of yeah. my mm-hmm. appreciation. Yeah. All right, guys, have a great show. Thank All right, you. dude. Thanks, Mace. Appreciate you, buddy. Cappy, just take us to break, buddy, if you need right. to. I don't know what we're doing here, but All go right, right so ahead. George Sedano is officially in the house. 
The whole show, the mishbucha, is back together. Don't go anywhere because we have a lot of things we all want to talk about with you guys today. So we're just getting rolling. It's Sedano and Cap on 710 ESPN.